it's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And this is another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel live from Theo Luis's garage as we broadcast on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. But we're also iTwins, and you can catch our podcast tomorrow on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel or just go to... Our website, where is it, Jose? It's at www.twintalkcast.com. That's where you can check out all our previous shows. You can subscribe. There's pictures of us and pictures of all of our guests all hanging out there. You know, all the good stuff. Interact with us there and Twitter. It, there and Twitter. We're on Twin Talk Show on Facebook and Twin Talk Show on Twitter. So there you go. <laughs> we are here. It's Tuesday because it's Twinsday. So um, we got a pretty good show again. Uh, we always have pretty good shows, We do, man. but first let's talk about last week's show. The last week's show was awesome because you can go to our podcast and check it out. Go to www.twintalkcast.com and download last week's show where we had Nick I. Hernandez of the cool rock uh, reggae funk group Common Sense. He's a cool vibe, man. He was really cool. And, you know, he's not related to us, but he was pretty cool. And his music was awesome. Primo is almost, eh? <laughs> you know? He's, he's, he's a Southern California, uh, uh, used to be a professional surfer, uh, and did the crossover to music and still surfs, indeed. He's a surfer. Uh, uh, awesome. He's a great musician. But you know what? This week we have another fantastic show coming up. We didn't have any call-ins last week. We had some stuff. We had a lot of crazy just, stuff. Just check it out. But you remember, remember when you're listening to us on your devices or on your computer or whatever, you can always communicate with us on our Facebook wall. Just go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook or on Twitter at Twin Talk Show, and you could chat or comment on whatever you hear. Please. Please. Make a comment. Interact with us. Another thing you can I want to know you're out there. Eh? Another I'm thing starting you... to get a little bit chai. Eh? Another thing you can do <laughs> is uh, you can also um, call us. We do it the old-fashioned way. Our phone number here is 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-TWIN. And you can give us a call there anytime and just make a comment on whatever you like, uh, whatever, you know, crazy stuff. Call me up. Tell me what you're doing, eh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are you having a pisto with us? You know, while you're listening to the <laughs> twins working on your car, eh? Yeah. But anyway, that's what went on last week on the show. And remember, you can chat us up all throughout the show on Twin Talk Show Facebook and on our phone at 626 So what do we 20. got going on today, man? Today's a great show. <laughs> we have a heavy, heavy show. We're loaded this week. Heavy, baby. Well, I'm loaded every week. We're eh? lo- <laughs> well, this week, this week we have comedian Jackie Kashian. Who's going to be in Theo Luis's garage with us tonight? Yeah, she's an actor, comedian, and she's also got a, a pretty cool blog. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, the, what do they call? What do we have? A podcast. It's called The Dark Forest, and she does a bunch of other stuff. She's funny, man. She's a funny chick. Yeah, you know? she is. Anyway, she's going to be hanging out with us. Um, also, today we have a uh, phone call with the department 
of natural resources in Michigan. We'll, uh, Jackie will tell us about that later. But uh, that's what's going on. What else, brother? That's it? No, we got uh, a musical guest today, uh, Link, John Link McKnight. He's a hip-hop artist, a uh, really cool, uh, stylish kind of uh, rapper, you know. So he's going to come in and share a track, maybe two. We're going to talk to him. And uh, Tony from the Fresh Thought Collective. You know, that's that uh, that group of, uh, I don't know, artists. Uh, it's a hip-hop culture vibe thing. There's art. There's music. There's a whole vibe. And they're having an event this weekend, uh, March, uh, on Friday, March 30th, at uh, the Machine over at the Arts Colony in Pomona. And the twins are going to be there. We're going to do a, uh, record some interviews there and uh, share them on our next show, perhaps. Okay, and also, of course, later today or later on in, in the show, we're going to have Miss Jackie Casas with Current Events. What's going to be in our Current Events later? Hi, guys. Hey. Um, so tonight on Current Events, I have the latest on the case that has swept the nation. I'm talking about the story of the shooting of Trayvon Martin. Okay. Also, if you're in or trying to get back into the dating world, I have some tips for you on how to avoid man repellents. And guess what? Some of these things we do... Every day, us females. So I'll let you know about that. And do you know that a popular Starbucks drink has bugs in it? Oh, my gosh. Ew, I'll tell you which one. Coming up soon. Oh, so that'll be current events with Jackie Casas. So stay tuned with us because she's, you know, she's got her way of doing things. And, you know, she does it with her shoulder. If you want to know what we're talking about, go to our Facebook wall and check out her pictures of her shoulder in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> when is that ever gonna go away? Never, oh, it'll never go away. It never. Is we almost got a shot of her foot on the last show. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on. Yeah, that's that's what's going on. Yeah, that's what's going on. So, what, how's how's your week, brother? Uh, my week was good. I started my new holiday, man. Well, good for you. I'm all back right. in the working world, so. Oh, come on, eh? <laughs> Don't be all surprised. But Friday, man, the beer tasted so good, eh? <laughs> uh, well, it always does. It but tastes, I got an excuse now, eh? <laughs> it tastes better when you're like, after you finished a week of work, doesn't it, bro? Uh, it does. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, lights. And so, you know, here's the deal. I, um, I, um, you know, it's the refrigerator. You thing. were gone, huh? I was gone. I was gone for the week. So, uh, hey, Lenny, will you unplug the refrigerator? Don't um, make sure that cube doesn't get loose because everything else will come off. Yeah, oh, shit. hold the white cube, unplug everything, do it with finesse, or else we're off the air. Anyway, so here's the deal. Um, <laughs> the I was out of town. On, Lenny, okay. I was out of town. On, <laughs> let me. I was out of town, and uh -huh. I, I went to sh uh, shoot at, uh, in Palo Alto at Stanford hey, University. So you know what five S is now, huh? Yeah, I do know yeah, what five well, is. See, that's what I'm implementing at my new job. Good. So here's the deal: we're shooting up train. It's a training thing for oh, for corporations. Okay. Anyway, I'm there working, and I do a lot of walking all over the campus of the hospital there. And I have a previous injury on my knee from uh, working at NBC. And let me tell you a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of social health care lesson, okay? Social health care lesson? Yes. Okay. And I'll tell you that after our current events, okay? Because I, I have uh, something to say about that. Okay. Because I experienced it. Healthcare. So that's what's going on. So you had a good week, bro. I, I did, man. Okay, congratulations. It was all right, man. Congratulations on your job, bro. Okay. Shout outs, eh? Hey, uh, this week uh, and every week, the shout outs are brought to you by 
Express Cuts. Um, anyhow, I'll give you more information on that. I got a shout out to a new friend, Susan. She is a, a, a local uh, GMO warrior like me. It's a pleasure to meet you, homegirl. Stephanie Amado, you're listening again. Uh, Lester Ismael. Lizette Mendez, what's up, dude? The Jedi. Uh, Bill Rice. Hey, ho- hey Holmes, we got to talk. Uh, there's Did a you couple- say Bill O'Reilly? Bill Rice. Hey, I can barely hear myself. Ad- admirable twins. We got a couple of twins listening. Uh, they're called the Admirable Twins, eh? Uh, anyhow, Luba Binga, Lawrence Backer, Glenn, Cece, Mimi, Mimi uh, Robert, and Kova, uh, uh, George Davies, and uh, Arletta. Didn't get your last name, but hey, got your message. Uh, thanks for getting in touch. Uh, that's your shout-outs. Uh, your shout-outs are brought to you by... Do you got some shout-outs, bro? I do. I got to say a shout-out to my man uh, and uh, my friend and colleague, Scott Meadows, uh, he's uh, a my intrepid partner at work. Uh, he's a what's uh, up, Scott? I saw him the other day. He's a fantastic photographer. The legendary Scott Meadows is listening right now. A hey, shout out to you, brother. And he's tall, it. man. He's tall. How's the weather up he's there? A leg- eh? He's a legend in his own mind. Anyhow, those are the shout outs. They're brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So uh, just go to Express Cuts at ten four twenty Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte, and. Uh, Look him up. Call him for an appointment or just walk in at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in El Monte. That's Express Cuts. That's your shout outs. All right. Wednesday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. As you heard, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on www.twintalkcast.com. Hey, you know what? What's up, bro? Uh, uh, I had a really interesting Saturday. <laughs> you did. As you know, I'm getting married, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I'm getting married, so hey, everybody just got here. So um, 
uh, my girl, they, they, you know how girls get together? Girls get together and they do that, that whole, uh, uh, at the, at the wedding dress place, you guys have drinks or maybe not have oh, drinks, yeah. but you, you get a, your very own lady who measures oh, yes. your clothes for uh-huh. you and shit like what, that. What, what do you call that? A seamstress? What is it? No. <laughs> a hostress? I, there's chairs I don't right know, all but there's around, like guys. two whole shows about it on TLC about well, choosing the dress. She totally did this. She totally organized it to happen on her birthday, which was on uh-huh. uh, Saturday. Happy birthday, oh, happy baby. happy birthday, Lourdes. And anyhow, they all got together. They went over there, and uh, I was out all day, right? So I come back home. They, they, I guess they did the after at, at the house. Mm-hmm. I come back home, and they were all in pajamas dancing. Because <laughs> it's what? awesome. Because she just went to go look at dresses. It's the best yeah. part of getting married. It, dude, the dress. I, the house was full of women dancing in pajamas. <laughs> yeah. I should get married more often. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that, that was a pretty uh, awesome weekend. Hey, the Fresh Stop Collective and uh, Link just came in. They all just, <laughs> you probably heard that. Hey, Primo, what's up, man? I'll be all of y'all later. Hi, Mio. <laughs> anyway, so that's what happened, huh? Yeah, you're, what's up? Are you, you're, I'm are sorry. you getting sad about that, man? Cause no. It, I should have invited you. Chandler, yeah, if there's man. a pajama party with no, chicks. girls Chandler, only. I no. should be there. So, yeah, okay, I cool. had an excuse to be there. Okay, cool. <laughs> so here, let me, give you my, let me give you my lesson on social health care before we go to the current events because it's going to be a heavy, heavy show, and I want to get it over with. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, I, I, got a, I got injured about a year ago at uh, working at NBC. It was a knee injury working on a, on a, on a windy story. Mm-hmm. All about the wind, and mm-hmm. and a door slammed on my knee really hard from the the news van, killed my knee. I went in uh, that day and reported it, and they iced it, and they told me, uh, "You want to go to the doctor?" I'm like, "I think I'll be fine." A couple of days later, I'm icing it and I'm feeling better. Six months later, it starts really hurting me, so I go back there and your leg, my knee. So I get it treated. So I go the X-ray, the MRI. They send me to physical therapy for six weeks, and I see improvement. Like I really start feeling. So my leg strengthening and um, less pain. Then they cut me off and they said, hey, listen, why don't you try it without? We want your leg to be not dependent on that. I'm like, okay, I'm all about that, sure. And immediately it starts getting worse. And I continued these exercises that I could at home. Mm-hmm. And so I told them when I went to the doctor again, I said, hey, listen, um, we tried that. It ain't working. I'm here to tell you I'm the number – I'm your I'm a patient from heaven, dude. I'm the guy who follows all instructions. Uh-huh. And I haven't missed a single day of yeah. work. And you got to go see my doctor, eh? He anyway, so I, didn't, I, good I, don't instructions. Feel, I don't feel, I don't miss a single day of work, and it's getting pain, and it's and painful, and so they're like, oh, well, we we need to have, we need to get, send it back into workers' comp to see if. They okay, get to it, it, man. What the hell is social health care? Is that like an app or something? Let me get to it. Like you they, get it on your phone, my, right? Long story short is, I went for another <laughs> several months, another like five months of trying to get physical therapy approved again. And just, me- hey, just go to the Android market. In the, me- <laughs> in the meantime, my knee is digressing. It's getting worse and worse. I can feel it. Ooh. And so what happens? And after many phone calls and appealing to doctors and what have you, I call. I'm, I'm in up, in, up north in Stanford working, and it finally got to the point where it was bloated, and it hurt like hell. Your knee I, was? Yes, I couldn't work. Bloated? Yeah, I got all freaking uh, I thought that slow. happened to girls, eh? Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, it got really bad. So I fi- and I'm working at the hospital at Stanford. So I went to the ER, and I called I called this workers' comp people, and they kept putting me on. And I said, you know what? I'm going to ER. You're going to freaking pay for it because you quit my freaking physical therapy, and now my leg is worse. I get on it. 
They they prescribe me some medicine. I call them up and I say, you're going to pay for this medicine because of you, my leg is worse. The bottom line is a lady argued with me at workers' comp and told me, well, did you get your X amount of uh, physical therapy sessions? I said, yes. Well, the state of California only requires that you have X amount of da 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 And I said, fine, but that's the minimum. My point is that is social health care. When somebody, when the government is paying for your health care, they're going to pull you through the ringer and make you worse because you have to go through these whole approval processes that don't work and make you worse. I literally, I am an example of it. My knee is now worse than it was when I first heard it. That's why they make you take chemo or, or, or dissect it, but they don't let you do other things like, you know, uh, alternative medicines and when, marijuana dispensaries. When the government is in charge of your medicine... Expect to get worse. They're Bogarts. Eh? I could have gone to my PPO a long time ago, when I sh- which I should have, and just said, hey, I need physical therapy, and they'd have done it right away. But I was thinking, wait a minute. I shouldn't pay f- go through my PPO, uh-huh. dude. This is a freaking, you know, and it's a state thing. So that's we're, a, we're is start. that a callate, cabron? That's a callate, cabron, dude. Right, Where's that at? Anyway, so that's that's what I have to say on social health care. All, all, all I care is that you're cutting into my current events, eh? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Jose? <laughs> and talk about current events with Dirty Laundry. Me! Miss Jackie Casas in the house. Hi, guys. Angel, we're on a show here. Yeah. Get another one. Yeah. And, now, and now we have uh, Jackie Casas with our <laughs> Dirty Laundry current events. Angel, dude, we're on a show, dude. Okay. You're killing me. He's distracted. I'm distracted. He's being a nice host <laughs> it's to our guest. It's because I see a lot of shiny things. <laughs> it's yes. an inside joke. Lourdes is listening. My girl, she knows what I mean. Shiny things distract me too. It's okay. Yeah. Don't so, anyways, now we have on the uh, on the other end of the table with the news at her fingertips, Miss Jackie Casa. Hi guys. Hi Jackie. Shoo. How are you guys doing? Uh, fantastic. How are you doing? Good. 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 Uh, how was your week? My week was good. I missed last week. I had all these like good stories. I was like, oh, uh, I wish I could chat with my people. You mean you missed the twins last I week? Did. Well, that of course as of well. Of course. Of course. Right on. Right on. It was good. It was yeah. a good week. And you know what? I, I must say, I did miss you too, Jackie. Oh, I knew you would. I did. <laughs> I thought about you. It was a good week. But let's forget about last week. I'm looking forward to this week. I'm going to Lake Havasu this weekend oh. for my first time Oh, really? Ever. Okay, that you can go see the London oh. Bridge there, you know. What do you mean I can go see the London the Bridge? The London Bridge is in Lake Havasu. <laughs> I don't get it. It is. I don't think so. You don't believe me? Is it hot over there right now or what? I think it's going to be warm. I think it's going to be like in the 90s this weekend. I don't know. I've never been. So are you going to go in the water? Yes. I'm One piece go. or two? It's a two-piece, but it's a. I'm not crazy. I don't wear little itty bitties. <laughs> Wait, and you're not a. Sucia? Wait a minute. Wait no, a minute. I'm not a sucia. <laughs> Do you have any pictures on Facebook of your two-piece? No. Will you please post them? What are you waiting there? for? Oh God. <laughs> Will you post After them? After the last picture I posted, which was just my shoulder, wasn't uh, even like revealing. Okay, here's the problem. It's not that you just showed your shoulder. It happens to be a very nice-looking shoulder. That's why. It just, you know what, whether it was nice or not, it was Jackie Casas's. Okay, but I want to do, before we go to current events, I want to say, indeed, you will find the London Bridge at Lake Havasu. Okay. I've been to Lake Havasu. I'll look times. for it. Well, you can't miss it. It's a tourist <laughs> event. You know, they actually took the London Bridge brick by brick from London and rebuilt it 
at Lake Havasu, and they redirected the li- the river to go under it. Really? They sure did. Oh, that's kind of cool. Stick with me, babe. I'll take you well, places. I'll get to see it. I've never been. I'm go excited. to the London Bridge, stand next to it, hold a brick with your two-piece, uh-huh. take a picture, and post it on my our Facebook. Okay. All right. Done. Jackie Casas in the house. Okay, guys. So we start off tonight with a story that has swept the nation and has received massive amounts of media coverage. Trayvon Martin, which was a 17-year-old high school student from Florida, was shot and killed by a neighborhood watchman. His name was uh, George Zimmerman. This happened a month ago. But what caused so much stir is that Trayvon was unarmed and only had a packet of Skittles and a bottle of iced tea on him. A wave of like protests have occurred all over the country in solidarity for Trayvon and his family, claiming this was racially incited. Trayvon was black and Zimmerman is half white and half Latino. Protesters walk in like uh, like zipped up hoodies um, just like Trayvon was wearing that um, that night. Zimmerman claims self-defense and mm. that Trayvon was suspicious to him. And um, he was not and still has not been arrested. What? So no, there was no alcohol or drug test um, administered did, at did the you scene see, either. Did you see the comment that Geraldo Rivera said? Yeah, I believe he said something that he's always told his son to not wear hoodies because he had a zipped-up hoodie, a zipped-up hoodie with the hood on. He should have. No way. No, I you agree. agree with him. I totally agree. Of course, you agree because you can't control what other people perceive. All you can do is control your own actions. If you're walking around and you look and suspicious, you don't be run. don't <laughs> be angry because but people perceive you to be suspicious. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. It exists. Okay, and here's an issue but I have with that. Listen, you know what? I, 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 well, you know whether it exists or not. I don't think I. I don't think it's strong. It's it's strong enough for not. It and is. I agree. It is because it ki- got this kid killed. Nah, Charlie, man. It got it, this the guy. The was guy a, was was trigger happy. I don't. I don't know. I no, don't I don't. Know what happened? The, I'll tell you what happened. I, t- I tell you what happened. Zimmerman was a wannabe cop who uh, who had been trying to get on the force, and he's a volunteer. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Neighborhood watchman, and and he's he's called the police several times on situations because mm-hmm. he's trying to impress the police. He did nothing wrong except, okay, overzealous. Uh, let me finish. Yes, he was overzealous. There was a okay, call. So there was a call that he placed to the police, and the police a nine one one call saying that there's a suspicious kid or a suspicious guy. He's up to mm-hmm. nothing, no good. Mm-hmm. The police said, okay, what's the description? Da da da. And he goes, okay, I'm following him. And the police, the dispatcher said. Don't uh, follow him. No, 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 no. They said, oh, we don't need you to do that. Yeah. Okay, which means don't do it, but basically didn't order him to say, no, we don't need you to do that because obviously something like this could happen. So uh, we don't know exactly what happened, but there are reports that he was attacked by this kid. And indeed, the guy has a broken nose mm-hmm. and a, a scratch on his neck or something. From, the, his, guy who, his, from his, the guy who shot? Yes. Yeah. Pa- uh, allegedly. There was a scuffle, allegedly, but they the, don't know who. W- w- it's weird. It's just weird how it happened. However, if he had the hoodie on, what if it was a white female walking down the street with the hood on? Would he have the same reaction? No. 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 So then we have to assume that it was obviously. Profiling? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because typically a white girl with a hoodie walking in the rain is up to no is not up to no good. No, you know what, Jose? That is not cool at all. It's not. It's, but that's yeah. life. That's the way it is. It but, sucks, but, but it's true. But what sucks is you saying that. 
I hate to and say. And then people like, like Gerardo Rivera saying that. Here's it's the deal. Not, it's, people, it's li- not, listen, I'm just saying the truth. People can say I'm racist or not, but I'm not racist. The thing I, is, I'm not saying you're exists. racist today, but, but it's not a way that, they, you know, it's not how. Uh, it exists, brother. It exists, and I, we can't. I, the, I tell my daughters. Liana used to get with me a lot when she was uh, when she was younger in high school and junior high, and we'd argue about the way she dresses or the way she speaks. I, it bothers me if you're if you're uh, going to be talking in slang too too often. When you're talking to adults, she try to speak properly with you. With your friends, it's another story. And I would talk to her about that, and she'd say, "So what? What do pe- what? Is, so what do people think that? I know I'm not." Mm-hmm. And I said, "But it does matter. And sometimes it doesn't matter. It only matters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it matters a lot. In this case, it mattered a lot because it got this poor kid killed. He didn't deserve to be killed. He probably didn't even deserve to be approached by this guy. No. The problem is, he was, you know. And and when you're a black kid in America or anywhere in the United St- in, in the world, any kid of color." You should think about these things. Well, police say that they just took Zimmerman's word about what happened with Trayvon. But then later they told ABC News that there was a racial remark from the shooter while he was on the line talking to 911 um, following Trayvon. Even um, President Obama actually made a comment regarding the case of Trayvon Martin. Well, you know what? Here's the deal, too. Okay, so so Zimmerman approaches Trayvon, says, hey, dude, what are you doing? The kid belongs in the neighborhood. But according to reports, according to reports, the kid was actually on top of Zimmerman. There was an eyewitnesses that reported. But he was unarmed. It doesn't matter. He Th- was unarmed. That doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, you don't know how the gun went off. But when there's a person with a gun. why is he holding you a gun? The point is this. The kid. I want to hear what, what uh, Obama said. I don't want to hear what you said. I already know what you said. <laughs> Here's the deal. If, you, if someone has a gun, you're going to run. You're not going to attack the guy. Give me a, you run. Here's the deal. The point is this. <laughs> you, how was the how gun, though? How many deals like, and how many points, eh? Was <laughs> it concealed? Was it, we, we don't know yet. We don't like, know that. Yeah, if you see someone with a gun, you run. You kind of become in a submissive position. Right. So we don't know. Maybe he did conceal it. Maybe he just busted out last minute and shot him. Maybe he did because he was being attacked. The guy who has a bloody nose. Okay, you have a broken nose and you're going to shoot you someone and kill somebody? Here's the deal. A if 17-year-old it, Mija, kid. Mija, if you have a gun, if you have a, any weapon, a gun, a knife, mace, whatever, and someone attacks you, what are you going to do? You're going to utilize that weapon to defend yourself because you don't know if this guy's going to kill you. I'm not saying the kid deserved to die. But just as much as this guy was trying to defend himself, so they were both trying to defend each other. And unfortunately, somebody ended up dead. But Zimmerman is a grown-ass man who has this position as a neighborhood watchman and should know better that he can't use a weapon against someone who he claims is suspicious. The guy, anybody who attacks you, if you have a gun, and and there are laws that protect you. Jose, Jose, all right, okay. The guy got killed somebody. Uh, He got beat up. Who got the worst end of the deal here? The, the guy who's dead, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, leave it alone. Déjalo que, que rest in peace. Y este, and this guy right here? Jackie brought it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you're all, you're all protecting him like, you know, well, he, I'm not prote- he was like in his right. He can I'm not que? trying to protect anybody. Nah, you trying- know what? I, I, hope, I hope he's, he, he, you know, let's see, let's see him try to sleep, you know. I mean, I hope that this, this kind of really, you know, hits him. On a here's a report. level, man. Like, here's a report to the police. It said Zimmerman. <laughs> his kids are deformed or something. A police. <laughs> the police report said that Zimmerman had turned around and was walking back to his SUV when Trayvon approached him from behind. 
The two exchanged words. Then Trayvon punched him in the nose, sending him to the ground and began beating him. Now, that kind of substantiates what the eyewitness said because an eyewitness said that the kid was on top of Zimmerman. Several witnesses heard cries for help. Zimmerman said that he was yelling for help. And several people said they heard cries for help, but they don't know who they came from. Mm -hmm. But there is one eyewitness who doesn't want to say his, per his name because he's afraid because of all the backlash. He's afraid they're going to call him a racist and attack him, mm -hmm. who says that he saw a black kid on top of Zimmerman. Mm -hmm. You know? So the poor kid didn't deserve to die. No. He didn't deserve to be profiled, but it exists. So I'm not saying he shouldn't have walked around with a hoodie because you're going to get killed. That's what it sounds but what like I'm you're saying because but that's I'm, what. But I'm not. That's but what. What's his name said? But I, what I'm saying. Uh, but that I, guy. What's that guy? Geraldo Rivera. But what I am big. saying. I look. I'm not saying that you're wrong for doing it. That you deserve to be killed or accosted or or, or, or beat up. But what I'm saying that profiling exists and you should you should worry about it. You know. Well, you know what? I profile that guy of a uh, 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 a killer. Okay, that white guy, whoever, Zimmerman guy. He was white, but yeah. he's Hispanic. Why, why so much, you know, whatever, he's a killer. Can we listen to what President Obama said? Oh, Obama had something to say about yeah, it. Yeah, he did. Let's uh, take a listen. <laughs> I think all of us have to do some soul searching to figure out how does something like this happen. And that means that we examine uh, the laws and the context for what happened, uh, as well as the sp uh, specifics of the incident. But my main message is, is uh, to the parents of uh, Trayvon Martin. Um, you know, if I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon. Orale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Charlie, that, man, he's, it, they're going to start hitting him why? for child look, support. He's, he's profiling now. <laughs> Just because he's black, he's going to look like him? He's going to have big ears and big teeth like Obama? <laughs> what the heck? Now, you know who's profiling now, dude? <laughs> you, you know what? I think, um, I think he shouldn't have said that, man. No, I, I agree. And here's the deal, though. He he mentioned we should say we should look at laws, and that really worries me because in in Florida, like 42 other states, I believe in, in the United States, they have what's called the Castle Law, or the uh, Stand Your Ground Law, yes. which means that if you're being attacked and you're afraid for your life, you can defend yourself with deadly force. Mm -hmm. And this guy is uh, the police didn't arrest Zimmerman because they believed that he was being attacked, and therefore he used force to get to protect himself. Unfortunately, it caused the kid's death. Death. Now the, the a guy lot of, got in a fight. Eh? Uh, now a lot of liberals. The guy got a, it could have went either way, man. An it could have went an, either way. And a lot of liberals and a lot of anti-Second Amendment people are saying, "See, we got to repeal these laws," including Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton mm -hmm. talking about we need to repeal these laws. Look, it got a poor black kid killed. It sucks that a poor black kid killed. No one should be killed innocently. But I want to be able to defend myself. Or have, if my kids want to carry a, a pepper spray or whatever to defend themselves, that means you can't even carry that shit. I don't think maybe maybe some of the people that are in support of Trayvon Martin were necessarily questioning the law in itself. It's just the whole way the process went down. They didn't even give him an alcohol or a drug test on the scene. They just said, oh, you're, he, you were being attacked? Okay, fine. Then you're cool. How often Hasn't does been that arrested. happen? Uh, happens all the time. However, this for this particular reason, this case has just blown they, up because it's a little black kid here's the deal the the deal is this Tr uh, unfortunately for trayvon who didn't deserve to die zimmerman had a uh, a um, a uh, what do you call it a history with the police in that they knew him so he already had some credibility with the police mm. he's already been out there helping the oh, he's he's not a oh, he's not a hey, shielded police officer but he is a member of the community endorsed who was, by the police is that what you're saying it's he, starting they, to they, sound that way he tends to have look he had credibility with the police because they endorsement. knew him endorsement 
But just because you have just because you know somebody doesn't mean that you can go above the, the what the process needs to be done. Uh, but you know what? I think the process was there. The guy was afraid. Uh, he claimed that he was attacked. Yes, but he's still considered a civilian. He is not considered an official of the law. And Indeed. there is a law called the Castle Law, which means you can protect yourself if you but feel does, you are does, being... Does, yeah, does but why are you carrying a gun in the first place? Here's the deal. The guy because has a broken nose to prove it. Does yeah, that you know. excuse him from having what any process... If I were to do that, just because... It, because he does the stand your ground law, yes. I would have been questioned myself. Yes, that's where they he questioned can't be you. No, they questioned him. They looked at the situation and they determined that he wasn't. They did, he wasn't worthy of any charges. It doesn't mean that it's right. But the thing is, they use their judgment, and I don't think the police uh, should be uh, guilty for it. They use their process. The process. I'll tell you this: if it was a white kid, hey, no one would give hey, a Hel- shit. Hey, no one would give a shit if it was a white kid. Okay, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get any of this. The guy was just. The guy was trigger happy. He shouldn't have had a gun. If he was trigger happy, he shot somebody a long time ago. He, he was trigger happy. That's why he had a gun. Anybody who carries a gun, unless they're at war or hunting, they're trigger happy, man. Okay? Here's the really, deal. bottom line is. The police took everything into account. If you're, if you're going to find account. yourself in a No, no, no. Here's the deal and the point. Que nada ni que nada, man. All right. You already did it already. We got to move on, but I think. Uh, Shit. It's a, uh, oh, we have some commentary? I don't know. One of our guests wants to say something. What's up, Tony? Open up that mic over there, bro. Yeah. Open up that one over there. Don't move it. Just get up there. Hey, that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, Fresh Talk Collective, Tony. Am I on? Yeah, go ahead. I, I was reading that uh, this guy that came up with that law, whatever, said himself that that law doesn't apply or cover this guy, the standard ground law, because the minute he got out of his car and started following that guy, he became the aggressor. Uh-huh. So really, the standard ground law should cover oh, the kid. Yeah. Uh, but and so, uh, uh, so, so him attacking him. No, you know, but, according, but according, but according to the report, uh, Zimmerman was already walking back to his SUV. He turned around and the kid attacked him. So that's where it becomes you know what, though, no longer any, the aggressor. Any of the reports and all the details, uh, Vato was carrying a gun because he wanted to use it. He wanted to find himself in the situation. The other guy provoked a fight or not. Who knows? They're fighters, but the guy had a gun, eh? All right. Well, yeah. there you go. You know, it, the, it sounds to me that you just have a problem because he had a gun. Yes. You know what? We have a, a, you're an aggressor when it, you have a gun. You're, uh, you have a, you, the, the right to bear arms is protected by our, our Constitution. Yeah, but leave it at home. Protect, you know, I mean, you know, leave was, it at he home. He was protecting. Uh, some people saw him as a hero because he was protecting the neighborhood. Not because his kid ended up dead, but because he was <laughs> protecting the, na- the neighborhood. With his gun. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, L- Lulu's chimed in and she says people get killed all the time and no one deserves it. What we need to do need to do is look within and see what is really wrong. It is not the law. The reason why we all continue to separate one from another. Wow, sounds like somebody <laughs> I know. Okay, Jackie, let's go. Fascinating story, huh, guys? <laughs> yes, I mean it, we could talk about it Dude, all freaking day. Let's roll, man. We can, we can. Okay. <laughs> Angel, what are you doing to your mic? I'm rolling. My- Angel, please, dude, you're killing me. (laughs) Okay, guys, so let's move on. Let me tell you what every single Mexican was doing this last weekend. They were watching... Drinking beer. (laughs) Well, they could have done that along with it, too. They were watching media coverage of the Pope visiting Mexico. El Papa. El Papa went to Mexico, and it was huge. They were empapados. Yes, our peeps, guys. Uh, The Catholic church leader spent uh, about three days in uh, Guanajuato. Yay, Guanajuato is a beautiful state. And held a massive uh, Sunday, uh, a massive mass on Sunday. I heard he had some Modelo uh, birias también. 
He had some what? <laughs> modelos. Negra, you know, negra modelos. Negra he's, modelos. Because he's not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got hungry. You know that, that Pope Mobile? Uh-huh. Pulled over to the taqueria right there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he tapped the little, the little dog and gave the dog the blessing before they chopped it up. <laughs> there was about 600,000 people at this mass. Wow. It's good People. business, eh? It was, it, it was at... Mira, mijo, unos chicles. Right? <laughs> so it took place at a large park, um, and he was really stern and serious about denouncing drug trafficking and violence that has swamped the people of Mexico. Um, at a point, he toured the city in what they called the Pope Mobile, or right. La Papa Mobile, <laughs> and he donned... Say it in Spanish again. Papa Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> it's this really cute little golf cart with like protective glass windows uh-huh. and he donned a black and white sombrero uh, <laughs> hat which caused the crowd to go wild we just i just posted it right now to our <laughs> facebook page go ahead and go to twin talk show facebook and you'll go ahead and take a look at it i thought it was pretty cool Did that he was wearing this they put little dingo balls on that cart and papa's wearing a mariachi hat he looks like uh, Vicente Fernandez, man. Hey, dude, I bet you that was so much fun. I wish I was there because, you know, people would have been cracking jokes, say, Oh, yeah, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I like your Ramfla, eh? <laughs> <laughs> your Ramfla. People stayed like days, over a day in line, just trying to get a good spot at this mass that he had on Sunday. Lots of it was internationally covered. And, um, what I think is ironic is that the local politicians... It was indigenously covered, too, eh? <laughs> it was. They asked some of their drug lord dudes uh-huh. to basically keep it down while their papa is there. I, I don't get I it. Which I think is ridiculous. That they actually did. They actually were like, okay, we're going to cool it for it's, this weekend. It's good PR. Here. They listened. It's publicity. So they don't listen to the Mexican president. <laughs> they don't listen to other no. international leaders, but they will listen to El Papa. Because you, you know what happened? They kicked him down, eh? <laughs> it's just good PR for them, you know? Because it'll look bad if they cause trouble with the Pope there. And besides, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pope showed up to one of their places and hung out then with Then you them. would have an uprising, huh? What? Well, he was totally denouncing it, that it was horrible, all this drug trafficking and the violence and the killings and everything. Can I just say that Pope Benedict is the archbishop who was, or whatever, the high, high, high bishop who was in charge of all those pedophiles? Uh, I thought I saw that pedophiles. on the he was a w- Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really? Really was he? He was the one who was in charge of mo- moving all the pedophiles around from one church to the next to try to cover it up. I know. And it's kind of stinky. Mm-hmm. And you know why they made him pope? It's funny. Because he's have untouchable now. That's funny. They you have make the guy the pope, you can't investigate him. That's very true. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so conspiracy theory. It sure is. Oh, I could see Tom Hanks in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what Mexico else? Mexico is considered the second most populous Catholic country, so this was a really big deal. And, he and just you know what the next one is? Santa Ana, California. <laughs> <laughs> so That's not just, a country, man. I know, but it, it, it will be Mexico. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he just left yesterday, and he uh, arrived in Cuba. So now he's going to spend another few days in Cuba. Oh, no, he went to Mexico, smoked the doobie. Now he's going to smoke a, a fatty with, uh, mm. with the Cubans. <laughs> right on, eh? You know what? Our friend John Caddy's Klimak was covering it in Guanajuato, and he was there for the whole week covering the Pope and tweeting and all kinds of good reports. And he also happens to be Cuban, and he didn't want to report for us. So I love you, Johnny. Whatever is John <laughs> Klimak. <laughs> what do we okay. got going on next? Moving on. 
So this story kind of resounded with me personally and a couple of girlfriends that I've been talking to. Okay. Um, Wait, tell me about your girlfriends. They're lovely. Which ones? All of them. Do you guys uh, dress what? up in pajamas have you and ever high kissed, heels and Have you dance? ever kissed one of them? <laughs> have you ever kissed a girlfriend? Oh, no. No? Why would you think I would kiss a girlfriend? I don't know. It's like a, it's a girl thing to do. Girls can kiss girls it's and it's okay. Susia girls. Yeah, I guess. It's more for a guy... A guy for girl, their girl for girls. I to guess do. it's a white girl thing because every white girl but I know right. has kissed a girl at one point. Because you love the white girls, that's what you. <laughs> it's true, that. white girls. You ask them, no, they, they, they just, I was yeah, kind of drunk they just, that night. I did it in college, but uh, but you know, it you doesn't were, count. It doesn't with women. I'm not but, lesbian. But with guys, like you know, once they blow, that's it. So do white guys kiss each other? I don't know. I never asked a white guy that. <laughs> <laughs> you like white guys, so huh? maybe I you do. should ask them. Maybe I should. Hey, Jose, them. they only tell you that because they want to make you get off, you know, titillated. Titillated. It works because you get all crazy around the white girl. I, I, I don't get crazy. You, you I do. lay back and cool. No, you 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 totally get he out of composure. Excited. He gets out of composure. Where he, does he, that come from? You know, it's he ironic. He's the one. It's you're weird. The, you're the one who gets all out of composure. It's so funny because whenever a pretty girl's around, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, like I remember cool. I heard a story That's about so that. That's so true. What story? I'm so, I'm, I'm oh, so my gosh. What's worried. her name? Uh-uh. Andy Al- Andy Allo. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. We, and the, the, the classy and talented Andy Allo was on our show. From the, uh, the, the new power generation. See, he can't even talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And she was sitting right next Dude, to my brother. She had that hair. It was bigger than Link's. Eh? Oh, yeah. Big fro going. It she was, was beautiful. It was, but, it, but it was soft. Eh? Not like yours. Beautiful. Eh? But yours is cool. Huh? How do you know it's not soft? <laughs> Have you touched Link's hair, bro? No, well. Yeah, yeah, they. <laughs> anyway, so so the conversation was about that we. You know what? He had so much hair, he didn't even notice. It. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Um, myself and some of my girlfriends are trying to get back into the dating world, and we're trying to like figure out what what is what does that entail of. And I just happened to come across this article about man repellents. Which these are apparently things that turn <laughs> off men. Oh, I can totally are, give you some. These are grooming things that we do. So wait, women do it? That we do, yes. We as women do this, and apparently piss you males off. Uh huh. One of them is actually self tanner. Uh huh. That men don't like it <laughs> oh, because it's gross. First of all, it gives you like they don't like the orangey glow. No, and you look like a lobster. It's <laughs> oranges is to put it lightly, man. And that they don't they don't like the store bought uh, glow that they would rather see your own skin even if it's super duper pale it's much more sexier yes but I thought guys like that sexy right color glow thing let me tell you I really like <laughs> if you're into an alien I like fair skin <laughs> you I can love. have like a not super orange glow <laughs> like I don't have tanner on but this is you know I don't know what it is I don't know what it is it's in particular white white folk think that they want to go get a tan when they're going to they're going to go out or something and they want to look good cuz they say it's a healthy look i happen yeah. to think that fair skin is beautiful it's very pristine and beautiful fair what does that mean hey that means white like it's fair not fair it's white i don't get it man <laughs> so anything else is unfair Charlie, <laughs> <Tell> man <laughs> oh my gosh Fair, dude. So self-tanner, no go. No go. No, no go. go. Keep going. Keep okay, going. next one. Hairspray. Hairspray is uh, sticky, doesn't let you guys run your hands through our hair. But then how do you want us to have rockin' nice hair if and we don't have any gel or hairspray? When I'm having my cigarette, eh, you got to just stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> what if I want to hug you, you know? Shit. <laughs> is is that is it hairspray no-go, too? It's, it's a no-go. It no. burns. 
But then how do we keep the cute, you know, blow dry? We just did the cute curls. Don't you guys know. want that? Isn't it natural? Uh, <laughs> you know what? No. I thought it was natural. No. I thought one day Moose you guys works. <laughs> Moose works, and it's a less, it's a more gentle. Okay, maybe way. we can do a compromise, non-sticky formula hairspray. Uh, you know what? Do whatever you want with your hair, as long as you grow that. Those under Are your you arm. wearing hairspray in your hair right now? No. Does it does it, see? You don't need it. What do you need it for? No, but sometimes you do when you style it. Let's say we're having date night, okay? And I want to look cute and I want to do some curls and to hold that curl because by the end of dinner I'm gonna have flat uh, ass hair like this, baby. I'm okay. gonna hold that curl, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be holding it by the end of the date. <laughs> so you're pretty see fair that, skin. See when the, when the guys are playing with your hair, they're really just moving it out of the way. <laughs> That sticky <laughs> shit getting on the sushi. Uh, <laughs> sushi. So uh, I posted a picture of Andy Allo on our Facebook wall. Check her out. She was on one of our previous shows, and she's fantastic. She's also, one of her songs that she uh, wrote with Prince and performed with Prince is on our uh, rotation. Open the door. So, I think Jackie's here. So okay, go on. What do we have okay, going on? Okay, next one. Which this? I mean, really, guys, tweezing. Tweezing. Tweezing is a man repellent. No, guys. Apparently, it seems like self torture to you guys. What? What is it? And the, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I'm the one that's feeling the pain. So what the hell you got to worry about it being self torture? We don't want to see that. And then women start tweezing. You want me to have babushkas no, on my freaking forehead? No, no, it's not the tweezing itself. It's not the tweet. Well, it's not the fact that you had to get rid of that facial hair. It's the tweezing itself. We don't want to see it happen. Oh, okay, yeah. We don't want to see it happen. You know, so you. Like, I've seen women, they go and they're tweezing their, their brow. Uh -huh. Next thing you know, they're, like, tweezing a, uh, at something <laughs> on their face. And then they're, like, pulling up. And then right. they're pulling up their, like, their, their, their blouse and they're tweezing their, their belly buttons. And, like, okay, you've Okay, done. what are we talking about now? What was Tweezing. It? Tweezing is oh, a man dude. repellent. Oh, it is, dude. When you have to really? color those on, even a lot, a little bit, it makes a big difference. You do, you do that to your, your eyebrows, huh? I do fill them in, but I didn't think that tweezing made you guys cringe or it's not a cringe you know thing why? it's just because i don't want to know that you have to pluck hairs off your belly button <laughs> okay fine belly i mean button. hair on other spots are okay but not on the belly button anything higher than so then tweezing should be something that we keep low pro in the bathroom yes. in our own time yes. when you guys are not up in like business. you guys don't need to know that you know whatever <laughs> i don't want to know what we shouldn't know about you guys okay next one <laughs> Tweezy. Face hey, dude, masks. I, I got another use for those tweezers. Face masks. Apparently, you guys get freaked out, especially with the green ones, because you think we look like aliens, or you don't even know. Uh, apparently, guys don't really think face masks work. What face? We they don't. You, you know, know when like they put a mascara. You know, aloe vera, oh, like clay hydrating. Shit? Yeah, kind of clay mask, whatever it may be. Apparently, you guys think that it, it doesn't do shit. It you, doesn't. We look the same before <laughs> and after. Can I say something? It's hydrating. It gives us vitamins and nutrients in our pores. It makes us feel refreshed and better. Many, many report. <laughs> many, many reports have come out about topical solutions like face masks and lotions. The only thing they achieve for women or anybody who uses them is the feeling that you've cleaned your we face. We do feel a tingling. It's feeling. just the feeling uh, that you get. But the the I think I have the no alleged benefits are very so minute that it's not even. You worth know what? It. I have no problem with that. I don't know why that made the list. I think it's a very girly thing to do. And I, I got like, my ex to do it I one like time that. with me. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> the, the cucumbers are awesome on your eyes. It oh right? like sucks up that energy out of I the, think you guys would really appreciate does. it as it well. It gets rid of my bloating eh, on my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so face I can masks, dig that. Yes. half and half? Nah, I dig it. You know what? Do your thing because if it makes you feel better, 
Uh, Fine. But don't <laughs> spray that gold stuff. Make yourself look tan. Keep that nice, beautiful, fair skin. Okay, I got the last one. This one's a bummer. Lip gloss. Apparently, it um, the goopy flavored variety is the worst of a kind. And it sticks to the shaft, man. It's not good. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. It gets stuck to your lips well, or you, something. You need to know these things, okay? But I'm helping you. But I thought you guys here. like lip gloss because it kind of like enhances the you know shape no. of our lips. I don't no. have any on right now. It's too but much. Like, you know, a you little bit. I like the what lip gloss. What about lipstick? I like the lip gloss. I, I like the lipstick too. Lipstick? lipstick? I, I like the lips. Lip gloss <laughs> if it's not looking like you just... <laughs> like red lipstick. Like really it, look, cool red lipstick. If it doesn't look like, you know, um, uh, they just got, you know, West Coast... Body shop just got to hold your <laughs> lips and, you know, put some candy apple on it. No. Okay. You know? So maybe like a more natural looking yes, lip Yes, natural. Like you just licked your lips. So what's worse, lipstick or hey, lip gloss? You know lip what? Gloss. Mm. Not no. that I'm against oh, it. Oh, Lenny is shaking his head. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Lenny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoops. Sorry, Lenny. I like them both. You like them both. Yes. Okay. So half and half with the lipstick and lip gloss. Puro lips. <laughs> <laughs> I like it natural, dude. I like women to be I like natural. Na- <laughs> I like women to be natural head to toe. <laughs> no, yes. But not in the you face. You like Harry? Yeah. But no tweezing. It depends. No, no tweezing. <laughs> Who, no. Who's here? Are you dating? I don't know. There's all, another guest th- coming. Pizza. So what do you got next? <laughs> okay, guys. Moving on. <clears throat> so we all go to Starbucks and we all have our favorite drink that we like to have. But did you guys know that the strawberries in cream frappuccino is it's claimed to be as vegan, but it's not vegan, and it contains soy, and it contains crushed up bugs as a dye. Bugs. A dye? Bugs. Yes. It's called, this is going to get you guys going, cochineal extract. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wish there was like a normal, but no. Cochineal. Cochineal extract. <laughs> And they're crushed up bugs that they use as a dye. So it comes from these dried bodies of these cochineal bugs. They've been used for thousands of years to like color fabrics and for, li- for lipstick. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, and I'm th- gonna start having that. See what it does to my stool. <laughs> okay, caca. Cochineal. <laughs> See what it does to my cochineal. (laughs) So this website called Health Pop actually is the one that announced to Starbucks, announced to, you know, the other website that Starbucks was using this as a dye versus it claiming that it's vegan, which would mean that it wouldn't use any uh, bugs. So they've prompted a petition on change.org that calls Starbucks to use other natural alternatives for the food coloring, which could be like red beets, purple sweet potatoes, and paprika. Starbucks hasn't responded to them, but they did say that they strive to carry products that meet a variety of dietary lifestyles and needs and that they have a goal to minimize artificial ingredients in their products. So technically, the bugs are natural and they're not an artificial product. Uh So that's where it's kind of like uh, complicated. But the people don't know this is a popular drink, the strawberries and cream frappuccino, that they're actually ingesting bugs. I didn't know the bugs, eh? (laughs) Put a label (laughs) on your coffee. Jackie's saying no. I didn't know no. you could. I didn't know <laughs> vegans couldn't eat bugs. I thought big bugs You're were exempt. You're not supposed to have anything. <laughs> I thought bugs were exempt. Because it's uh, the whole idea of being vegan is because you you don't want to be mean to the poor animals. But guess what? The bugs were here before, so millions of years before, and they're going to be here with us a million of years after. They predated and postdate us. Why? Did, why is the cricket considered in the Asian community to be good luck, and the cucaracha? Considered in the <laughs> Mexican community to not be good luck. But it's funny, though. 
Anyway, move on. Gross. So Put also, it in your coffee. They, um, <laughs> they also wanted to, the FDA wanted to point out that it is safe and it is safe for food and cosmetic labels, and that, but they must state that the cochineal extract is present. So this means that this can be found in your wines, yogurts, candies, fruit drinks, ice creams, ketchup, lipsticks, eyeshadow, and nail polish. There's a lot of stuff in your foods that you don't know about. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Bugs in your crop. Gross. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So this is the last story okay, of last the story. night. Talking about... Bugs, animals, whatever you want to call it. The state of Michigan is actually a few days away from engaging in what they can be called a true animal genocide. It's going to be a mass murder of ranch animals based on the color of their hair, which is really, 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 really gross. Uh, it's virtually open to all open-range pigs raised by small family farms to be its basically legal invasive species. And its possession of just one of these animals is now a felony and crime in Michigan, punishable by up to you can't four have years any pigs? in prison. It's a certain type of pig. Yes, it's certain p- type of pigs. Do they wear uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> no, Do they wear hoodies? <laughs> that way they're getting accosted? <laughs> no. The state has said that it will destroy these pigs beginning next month in April, potentially by raiding these local farms with government-issued rifles. Well, you know what? To clarify that, on the phone with us today uh, from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources, we have Mr. Ed Golder. He is a public information officer. And, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Golder, there are reports on the Internet that the Michigan Department of National Resources will be raiding farms with the intent to kill the so-called invasive species swine and arrest farmers. I can say that those are sensationalized reports. Our uh, intent all along has been to uh, enforce this invasive species order that was issued in December 2010. Uh, and the enforcement of which was delayed for uh, for six months in order to give those who may be in possession of prohibited swine time to come into compliance with the law. Our intent all along has been to work cooperatively, cooperatively with those people, and we have. Um, we've uh, already uh, worked with a number of facility owners who have uh, prohibited swine. Uh, we've even helped some of them find uh, buyers for some of those swine in other states where they're not prohibited. Well, well, some people would argue that these farmers who have been raising these pigs for generations, and why now? Uh, I'm not sure I agree with your, your characterization of that. Um, I don't know what type of swine we're talking about. There's a very specific type of swine that has been prohibited under this order. It's uh, uh, what people would recognize as Eurasian wild boar or Russian boar or old world, old world swine or razorbacks. Uh, domestic swine are not taken in under this order. Um, so uh, people, most people who are raising domestic swine are not going to be affected by this. Well, then uh, why go door-to-door then? Uh, because these, these swine are found typically on hunting ranches, um, and that's, those are the facilities we're going to be visiting, or those are some of the facilities we're going to be visiting. Um, and uh, that's what they've been used for, as you can imagine, for hunting purposes. Um, and uh, those are uh, that's primarily where we're going to find the swine. I think, although because they don't currently fall under any regulatory structure in the state of Michigan, we don't know where all of them are. Well, what about those farmers who do raise them for a living? Well, we've certainly been trying to work with uh, whoever has these swine all along. As I said, uh, we we delayed enforcement of the order. Uh, we have uh, worked cooperatively where we can with uh, with facility owners or property owners in order to try and help them 
uh, come into compliance with the law in a way that minimizes the impact on their businesses. What happens if uh, they don't let you on their property? What are you going to do then? Um, then we'll just have to deal with those situations on a case-by-case basis. That'll be a law enforcement issue that will have to be dealt with at that time. Now, I know my brother would want to ask this, and for some reason he's being shy, but I'll ask it for him. Some people feel that this is just a way for the big government and big corporations to control the food supply. Indeed. <clears throat> well, uh, let me say that that uh, this has nothing to do with who is raising these animals. These animals are prohibited no matter who's raising them, whether it's a large farm, a small farm. Uh, I mean, I've heard that complaint too, but it just flies in the face of the facts. Um, we, we are uh, enforcing the order on a particular type of swine. It doesn't matter who's raising it or where it is. It's a prohibited swine. Um, uh, well, one more question. Are you trying to eradicate these completely? Um, we're, we're trying to certainly minimize the population. I don't know that, that uh, eradicating them completely is, is even possible, but uh, it's certainly our hope to minimize the population because of the damage they can do to the environment and to, uh, and to domestic farms. Well, there you have it. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Ed Golder, Public Information Officer from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. I don't know, man. A I mean, pig killing a pig, eh? <laughs> 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 we'll see what happens. You know what? Um, it all is, it's all left to be seen. I'm going to keep up on that. I want to make sure they're not going out there short, shooting poor Porky. You know? So is that that's it? That's not nice. <laughs> is that in it? So that's pitch? it? That's your current yep, events? those are the current events for tonight, guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our current events with uh, Jackie Casas. And let's hear her music as we say goodbye. Bye, like Jackie. That. Little Jackie Casas in the house. Good night. We'll be right back with our guest, Jackie Casey, and stay tuned.
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage. You can catch us on www.twintalkcast.com and this po- you can get this podcast tomorrow on iTunes because we're iTwins. Just go to uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And remember to follow us on Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and also you can be our friend on Facebook at Twin Talk Show. And it, all throughout the show, you can post things on our, on our Facebook and let us know what's going on or make a comment or give us a call at 626 At 626-275-8946. And now we have a special guest. Brother. Yeah, uh, dude, I, I, uh, I had the, uh, the pleasure to go see the, our next guest. Uh, she's a comedian, uh, uh, actor. Uh, she's been touring nationally for over 15 years. Her latest CD, It's Never Going to Be Bread, it was among the top 10 albums on Amazon yeah. in 2010. Her most recent endeavors include This American Life at NPR with Ira Glass. Awesome. Uh, unfictional uh, on KCRW. And her weekly podcast, The Dark Forest. Dork, dork, dork. Dork, dork. excuse me, you're right. <laughs> the <laughs> Dork Forest. Uh, please welcome Anne Cation. Jackie Cation. Jackie Cation. Jackie Cation. That's all right. My mother's name is Anne. She's dead. Thanks a lot for bringing her up. Thanks Why did I say that? And you said, you could be our friend. I liked how you said that. That was like, you could be our friend. Yeah. You could be our friend. Be our friend on Facebook. Be our friend. Is it always, it's a lifelong search for friendship and it, acceptance. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, I was just listening to a, a, a song on the way over, uh, a Bob Dylan song that um, was covered by a guy named Eric Borden. Uh-huh. Hi, music is my life, <laughs> and uh, it was good. you got to serve somebody, right? It's, I know the song; it's a Dylan song, but I didn't know uh, I didn't know that he covered it. And what I love a cover of a Dylan song is that you can understand the words. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about covers of Dylan songs. I was like, oh, that's what he was saying. So you you've been touring for fifteen years at the very least. I think I was trying to Im- uh, imply that I was not forty five years old. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, at least <laughs> at least fifteen years. I've been doing stand up forever since women comics would get stage time. Right before they were burned as a witch. Uh, yeah, uh, how, what happened? I mean, what was it? What was the change? What made it? You know, what was the turning point for women? Oh, like uh, comedians. Oh no, comics with uh, with women comics. You can uh, like I started in '84, but um, I didn't start touring until probably '92 because I had to go to college and get a 1.8, and then I had to graduate <laughs> eventually, and then I had to move to Minneapolis, and then uh, and then what I did. So you had to kind of start over. But I think. With all comics, you just keep going until someone says, hey, I'll give you $50 to drive three hours. <laughs> and you'll drive, by the way, and there's no gas money. And you're like, really? And then what do I get to do? <laughs> and so you do that, and then all of a sudden. And with women comics, you get you, you sort of, it, it, you can get moved up quicker before you're sort of ready because it's a freak show vote. They're like, <laughs> oh, my God, we're going to have a black guy, and we're going to have a woman, and there might, and then the headliner will be a white guy. It'll be perfect. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yay. And uh, but the, the weird thing is, is so you'll you'll go up to like the middle, super easy, and then you can't get that last. There's a bit of a glass ceiling, and uh, <laughs> that'll happen. You know, my brother's uh, an evangelist. So tell me about your first performance. It was an open mic after you had heckled somebody. I had heckled Sam Kinison, but here's the thing, <laughs> of which was, was a bad idea. And uh, don't uh, when he comes back to life because he is Christ. No, uh, but when he co- he thought he was Christ. His brother owned the club where I started working out at and um so i was the i was the drunk lady i was the the worst <laughs> nightmare in a stand-up comedy even as a woman comic 
with a drunk lady heckler is still the worst idea ever. <laughs> it's because it, no, the audience is always on your side. Right. It's always on the side of the drunk lady going, oh, poor drunk lady. Why is that person <laughs> making fun of them? Well, because the drunk lady won't shut up. And uh, that's what I was. I was the drunk lady who wouldn't shut up. And then uh, and then they said, come over. And they, the manager finally said, shut up. <laughs> and open mic is on Sundays. So I came back like three weeks later and just started doing open mic. And then I can't remember anything since then. Oh. Did, did you ever have an opportunity to to meet or work with uh, Kinnison? Yeah, I did because his brother owned the club. Yeah. So um, I, I met him. I worked probably two weeks with him total, and he p- could not have picked me out of a lineup. Or he might have picked <laughs> me out of a lineup because he would have been like, she seems vaguely familiar. <laughs> but like he wouldn't have known my name or anything. So you st- I want to hear about your, t- your brother being an evangelist. Oh, my brother's an evangelist. See, there's always and, a glass and, and, but ceiling. But there's a, a two-part to this question. Okay. And how did, this, how, did, how did this contribute to you being a, a, a comedian? Oh, they, they all contribute to me, to me being a comedian. I have a, my dad. Uh, <laughs> there's my dad. There's my stepmother of many years. There's uh, my four older brothers and then my older sister. And everybody is in some sort of sales kind of position. As my father likes to say, you sell jokes. I sell, well, whatever's lying around. <laughs> but uh, so. Sounds like my, like my dad. You leave something laying around, he put it in the yard sack. You could, you got to put stuff away because if he didn't find use for it, he'll throw it in the trash or put it in the yard sack. Put it in the yard sack. And someone was telling me some story. There was a horrible. My father had a horrible message when we were kids. He was like, "If you didn't want me to steal that, you would have uh, put that away. <laughs> that wouldn't have just been laying out if you uh, if you if you wanted that." And you're like, "Yeah, actually, that's the opposite of of what I'm doing." Dad, that's my Barbie. That, dad is like, if you uh, yeah, he was. My father would constantly find. He was like, "Well, I'll find a hundred bucks. We'll figure out a way to do it." And he's like, "You don't want my dad to find a hundred dollars because he will find it. <laughs> he will find it wherever he needs to go to find it." And it's a uh, it's an unfortunate thing. But he's a salesman, so he's he sold toupees. He used to sell toupees, and he would comb his hair like a toupee, and then <laughs> pretend to adjust it because uh, he's a dick. Uh, I love him. Uh, you don't. Know. So he'd make it look like it was a real like like a, a really like a good toupee. toupee, right? And then he'd pull on it and go, "You should get one." of these look at that that's not going anywhere <laughs> and uh you're like oh dude you you should never sell wooden legs because everyone will be disappointed when you dance off and go don't you want these See, a, a question for comedians because i work in, in 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 news and a lot of uh, female reporters mm-hmm. the, the the biggest gripe they have is they have a hard time dating because men are so intimidated by them oh you know yeah i mean i think the thing is 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 with women in the workplace i mean you're so it's guys are so, can be just kind of jackasses, uh, and like even in the workplace, they're just like they're constantly like, "Hey, it's a, it's a nice sweater," and uh, <laughs> you're like, "Yes, yes, it is." Uh, in other news, I'm your boss, so uh, please finish your job. So I mean, it, it gets to this point where you're like, "Well, I can't, I gotta be this person at work," and so the people that you meet at work, and you, and with women comics, women comics. I have never met a woman comic, and this is probably, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but I've never met a woman comic who will date a male comic who isn't funny. But I, will, I have met any number of male comics who are like, that'll do. <laughs> she doesn't have to be funny. She just has to be, mm, whatever, no hump. <laughs> Gotta be perfect and, uh, and willing. <laughs> so, Because they are male comics, so right. it's not like they're getting laid a lot. So, uh, so, so what is it about uh, L.A. Uh, 
pet owners that uh, oh that la pet thing yeah because people are out of their tiny lizard minds is what it is <laughs> people i mean and i love animals and they should go to jackiecation.com and watch it is the easiest thing to do to watch stand-up comedy that's been animated really well <laughs> and the guy that animated uh this thing it was an ad for my for my last album which came out i guess two years ago now but um <laughs> but it's still really good and everyone should get it uh-huh, but uh, uh it, it's never going to be bread okay. is what it's called uh-huh. available on amazon and itunes also you can go to jackiecation.com and i'll sign it nice. <laughs> granted i will sign a toddler if you <laughs> find me in real life but uh yeah the the animal thing is is how is just like there's animal eye care right by my house right where i go to eat breakfast there's a place that does just it's an animal eye care clinic in in sherman oaks and you're like huh I don't have insurance, but let's get mittens some contacts. <laughs> uh, I disapprove. I just disapp- better now or now. Meow. <laughs> and better now or now. Meow. <laughs> the joke is completely available in my published works. Do you have Do you have pets? Oh, we have an iguana. Oh. We have a, we have a, a three and a half foot long iguana. And my father in law is always asking my my husband, "How's your lizard? How big's that lizard doing?" Because <laughs> uh, you know what? Because that's never hilarious. <laughs> um, it's it's a really nice lizard. He's uh, he's an iguana. The guy that cuts our lawn. Uh, I you know what? Why don't I just own the bourgeois? Uh, we have a gardener, and uh, <laughs> granted, I live in Van Nuys, so, so uh, uh, the 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 gardener in Van Nuys is just the guy that cuts the lawn. For, so. for our listeners around the world, uh, Van Nuys is a uh, city in the San Fernando Valley, in the famed San Fernando Valley, just. Uh, west of uh, Hollywood, South, uh, uh, it is uh, is known for its uh, porn industry. Yes, uh, we have a view of the Pacoima Wash, and the <laughs> helicopters at night sound just like the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so it is very glamorous. But there's a Budweiser uh, uh, plant, plant, but I think that's in Pacoima. Oh, is it Pacoima? Yeah, I think that is a little bit north. Think about Van Nuys. That I like is that you know you don't have to dress up to go to the grocery store. <laughs> it's very blue collar. It's a very nice, perfectly working family so kind weird. of situation. <laughs> it's like Mexico. It's very Mexican. It's very Armenian. It's yeah. very everybody who's like, hey, we're new. Uh, <laughs> uh, what we're going to do, though, is save up and buy a house, and then five of us are going to live here. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> it's all good. That's but they're going to drive these nice Escalades you know, to yeah, from work. It doesn't make any sense to me, you know, because I'm Armenian, and but I'm from Wisconsin. And, yeah, uh, well, how'd that happen? Well, because when <laughs> we were marched out of Turkey, my grandparents were exhausted. They're like, eh. <laughs> when they got to Chicago, we're like, we're just going to take a ride. And, call it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they just sort of stopped but everybody else and there's more armenians i've decided to play a game like who's armenian and uh, like you know when you have like a a, a retail situation every day like how many armenians do you meet right. and uh, <laughs> today three there was a guy at the 7-eleven there was a woman at macy's <laughs> right. and uh, and then i went and got my oil changed <laughs> <laughs> so why wouldn't that guy be armenian <laughs> so it's, but they're all the new Armenians, too, which is funny, because everybody's all mad at the new immigrants. Everybody's all, you know, even the old immigrants are mad at the new immigrants. <laughs> like, they weren't angry new immigrants so like, true. 27 <laughs> years ago, where you're like, dude, you were angry 27 <laughs> years. Why are you mad at them? Because they're frustrated because they have to learn a new language. Because everybody who immigrates, I'm just going to keep talking. Uh, everybody, who, everybody who immigrates, I always think this, is that the... the um, People are all mad at immigrants because they think that they like their parents or grandparents or great grand. I don't care where you came from. You didn't come here on purpose. You didn't come because things were going well. Right. You know, your parents <laughs> were not sitting on a Scrooge McDuck pile of money in Germany. Right. Going. You know what I really want to do is start over. <laughs> no, no. They, and then somebody told me they were like, no, my great grandparents came because they wanted gold. They came for the gold rush. And I was like, yeah. And if they would have found gold, they would have gone back. <laughs> but they didn't. So they opened up a hot dog stand. <laughs> what are you nuts? <laughs> 
I mean, there's not a woman in the Philippines right now going, you know, I'm a dentist here right now, but what I really want to do is wash clothes for a living. Or the Vietnamese saying, I want to do nails. Right, exactly. There's not, it's like, you know, I know what I, you know, I, I, I'm a banker here, but I want to I do nails and, and figure out how to eyebrow tweeze. You were talking about eyebrows earlier. Yes, we were talking about, Jackie had talked about current events, about how men hate women uh, tweezing. The, well, the, well, they, is it just that you don't want to see the bodily function stuff? You, you don't mind the results of it? I don't mind as long as the eyebrow still looks somewhat natural. Oh, I see. But when you're t- when when someone's depilitating, like removed the entire eyebrow and then just drawn it yeah, in kind that, of situation. Or they're like picking things at other parts of the body that you didn't expect hair was growing from. Then oh, it's right, like not right. very attractive. <laughs> no, it is not. Now certain parts of natural hair growth are attractive well, what to about me, but not dudes like, got a lot of hair sometimes on their low back. But that's a guy. Guys that's are hairy and ugly and guys their whole back. I don't know about low back. Their <laughs> whole back has hair. Right, but I, I, I always figure that's what you look like. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Well, you embrace <laughs> it. Yeah, I think. I, Is I, your man hairy backed? There's he's he. You know what? He he does have some. It's just a little fur right there in his low back. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. It's kind of nice. He's ador. He's adorable. Uh, I'm married to a man. Yeah, it's nice. Good. Because you know who thinks I'm gay? Almost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. Went to college. We were talking about that as well. That how uh, I asked Jackie because she was talking about her girlfriends, and I said, "Hey, have you ever kissed your girlfriend?" She's like shocked, and I said, "It's like the white thing to do. All white girls I know have kissed a girl at some point." I'm Mexican. <laughs> So cool, that would imply. So no, we're no. Sorry, the church said don't. And uh, uh, I think that you have to. You genuinely, there's like of a certain age. Like like some some guy was telling me that because um, he's like 35, and he said every woman he dates under the age of 27 has no hair below their. They're like hairless. <laughs> They're all prepared for surgery at all times. <laughs> and he's like, so there's that thing. And then there's also the, like, once you go to college and you get super drunk, and then there's the Girls Gone Wild thing. They're like, right. kiss her, kiss her. And you're like, I, I, wa- I was just in San Francisco last week, and I saw these three German dudes in, in like, some tourist thing. Right. And two of them were sitting, and the third German dude was taking a picture of them in front of this structure, right? Uh-huh. And as we walked by, I went, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> and they were not amused. And then they were amused. Of they took it pretty well. But that was German for kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Ooh, kill, 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 pussy cat. <laughs> I saw that movie. So uh, nothing against women kissing be- before 27. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I, I think that there's a lot of, uh, like, all the writers on TV now are like, how can we get those two actresses to kiss? That's, we're going to write this in. And then, but they're starting to do it with guys, too, where they're just like, we're going to just, well, yeah, those two young dudes. Uh, you like two super fox dudes kissing? I would be all right with that. It'd be like, It's wow. not like it would necessarily, like, turn me on, but it's like, do it. As long as, as long as, I mean, if I have to watch anybody kiss, I really? might as well watch good-looking people kiss. I don't care. Yeah. Whether they're guys or girls. Yeah, yeah, I'm all, I'm all right with that. I, it doesn't, none of it gets me. I, I'm not much of a voyeur. I'm not much like I don't I don't watch porn because I already know too many people that are making terrible life choices. So I can't possibly watch porn where I just want to watch it. Every time I've tried to watch porn, all I want to do is call your mom. <laughs> Why'd you call your mom? Just once. How about your sister? Anybody? You, you do like you're, video games. You're right? an enabler. I I am I am not an ena- I am a I, I wanna, I'm a helper. I'm a helper. <laughs> I do like video games. Do you guys like video games? Uh. <laughs> you guys like video games? Anything? No. A little Facebook? Nothing? Nobody's playing Hidden Fresh Chronicles? Does. I didn't even know that existed. I don't even know what that is. Facebook? <laughs> it's this uh, social network. No, I know that. <laughs> Hidden Chronicles. No, no, nobody knows what Hidden Chronicles Sounds is. Sounds like it's an a, album it, name. All it is, ooh, it should be. 
Yeah. Uh, my new album, Hidden Chronicles. Doesn't that sound hilarious? Awesome. <laughs> sounds a, so mysterious. It does. It is it, that well, all it is is it's a it's like a picture, and then you find stuff in the picture. It's like a hidden picture. So it's like a S- STD. Uh, I'm sorry, you have a case of Hidden Chronicles. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm looking. Find that. Find the syphilis, and then the <laughs> antidote. The penicillin buried somewhere in the. <laughs> Talk about the uh, the, the, dork the dork forest. forest. Yeah. It's dork on dork dialogue. It's uh, it's I am a dork, and uh, and then the dork forest is essentially it stemmed from a joke I used to do about how who I'm willing to hang out with, and I draw a line in, right before the war reenactment guys, and so I'm willing to hang out with everybody up to, but not including the war reenactment guys. And you know how far into the dork forest you got to go to get to war reenact? Very deep. You got to go by Beanie Baby people and Star Wars guys and Renaissance Festival freaks and Pokemon. Yeah, you sparkle date, vampires. You ever date you dorks? You like it? You let you date dorks when you were. I never dated dorks because I wasn't smart enough to date. You want to date a dork because that guy's home. That guy's around. <laughs> he's got a job. He's organizing his action figures, keeps him off the pipe, keeps him off the pole. It's nice. And, yeah, my husband makes video games for a living. Oh, wow. And uh, and so we have all the systems. I don't play uh, any of the systems because of productivity down. Like if I turn on the <laughs> yeah. PS3, shot, shot to hell the entire day, Portal 2. <laughs> right. uh, so what I do is I tend to take 20 bucks. Once a month, dash off to the bowling alley there you or go. Castle Park and uh, plug it into uh, the current yes. game that I enjoy right now, H2 Overdrive. It's a boat racing game. Uh, <laughs> right on. It's at pretty the, sweet. At the local arcade. Right? At the local arcade. Right I'm, I'm old enough to, to really be into arcade games anyway, so I, I, that's my thing. I loved, I loved uh, what was it, Star Castle back St- in the day? Star Castle? And yeah. Asteroids. Oh, Asteroids. That was my That favorite. was the game. But what's Star Castle? Is Star- that a game? Yes, it was a game. It was around the same time as Asteroids, and it had a little, uh, sticks. little thing in the middle, and you're supposed to try to break through these different walls. Oh. And it's awesome. All right. Ask your husband about it. I will. Do you ever read a book called Ready Player One? It's essentially the Hunger Games for 40-year-old nerds. Oh. It's awesome. It's like the best kid book ever. Ready Player One. Oh, I'm gonna write that it's down. A, it's essentially it's about like a, a a dude who invents the internet and then buries like an Easter egg in it, and if you find it, you inherit all of his billions. And there's there's bad guys and people live in stacked up trailers in Columbus. It takes place in Columbus, Ohio, of all weird <laughs> places. Everything happens or emanates from Ohio for some reason. <laughs> so what? Well, I mean, what's your uh, you know my dorkdom? Your deserted island book. Oh, my deserted island book. Oh, uh, ho, ho. It's a Kindle full of thousands and <laughs> thousands of books. Smart. The biggest nerd in the world is for books. I am, uh, I've been reading like a crazy person ever since I was about seven, and uh, our parents stopped hitting us. And uh, <laughs> it was the 70s, the golden age of hitting. And uh, so, but the. Uh, believe in it. Totally believe in it. <laughs> what the? An occasional swat. Yeah. I'm all right with that. I'm like, hey, uh, I, I'm not going to shake a baby, but, um, <laughs> but I will tell an eight year old that I will clock him if he doesn't get his act together. Um, really? Out loud? Yep, that's what I just said. <laughs> Hi. Hi, American public. Jackie Cation advocating the occasional smacking of an eight-year-old. I'm all about it. Capital punishment. <laughs> Capital punishment. It would be corporal if it's just... Okay. <laughs> that's so, it. So what is it you're doing over at, uh, at uh, uh, NPR? Oh, the NPR, it's a lot. I'm getting into more storytelling stuff. So, Mm -hmm. like, KCRW has this show called Unfictional. Awesome. And I have a couple of those stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, This American Life was uh, a story that 
I don't think they haven't aired it. I just recorded it, mm-hmm. and I don't know that they ever will air it, just because um, they wanted me to throw my aunt Shelley under the bus. And uh, I was like, "Why don't you leave my aunt Shelley alone? She's <laughs> suffered enough." Do you, do you guys remember, like in the early '80s, there was a big Tylenol scare in yes, Chicago, yeah, yes. where some nut put cyanide in Tylenol, right. mm-hmm. and a bunch of people died. Well, there was a copycat incident in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, right by where I grew up. Menominee. Menominee. Na 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 na. Menominee. Menominee Falls. And uh, and. Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, and then a guy, uh, somebody put cyanide in a can of Coke, and somebody died, and that was my Uncle Tom. So my Uncle Tom, here's what happened that put in it a in. nutshell. My Uncle Tom was a bad person, and he wasn't very bright. So my Uncle Tom uh, thought he would poison my Aunt Shelley uh, for the insurance money and the class action suit, and then all the cops could figure afterwards was that he took a sip of the Coke to see if you could taste the cyanide. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he died. Uh, because he was not a bright man, and he was not a good person. Oh and uh, and my Aunt Shelley always thought there was a miscarriage of justice and that his killer was never found, <laughs> except for that they found a spoon in his pocket with cyanide on it. Uh, oh. Shortest episode of CSI ever, uh, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, dude was a bad person. <laughs> so l- l- let our listeners know where they can find you, uh, what shows you're doing, and right. all your social networks. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as of, uh, I, I believe we're going March. April, we're going into April. So April, I'm in Minneapolis for a week, and then I'm in Salt Lake City, and then uh, I think I'm in Austin, Texas, and then um, and they can go to JackieCation.com, K-A-S-H-I-A-N. Dot com and then Dork Forest, D-O-R-K, Forest.com. Also on iTunes and Podcastable, apps, the whole nine yards, and uh, Dork on Dork Dialogue. Awesome. Listen to people talk about bees and perfume and whatever thing that they're really into. Uh, you guys got to uh, make sure you go to her website and check out her schedule, her calendar there, and try to catch her live. She's got a long, a nice, long, funny set and uh, Thanks, it's a pleasure Thanks. to have you here. Thanks for coming on our show. Miss Jackie in the house. And we're going to play a little snippet of some of our audio for you guys to listen to while we, uh, and we'll be right back. Thank you, guys. That was fun. But the truly crazy people in Los Angeles are literally the animal people. And before I go into it, allow me to make an announcement. I love animals. I love them. People are animals. I love people. I love the tiny animals we have as pets. I love the larger ones we eat. I love all the animals. I'm like Dr. Doolittle up here. I freaking love the animals. My husband has an iguana. It's like petting a purse, but it's a perfectly nice animal. Very adorable lizard. And, uh... But get this, when I was a kid, of course, if you had an old dog or a very ill cat, you sadly put the dog down, put the cat to sleep. It was very sad. But they would go to happy dog or cat heaven, and you would go to the pound to get a new fucking dog. And it's a circle of life. It was very beautiful. Uh, That doesn't happen in crazy Los Angeles land, where people are like, oh, no, the cat's only 17. We're going to get dialysis. Are you? a friend of mine who has a cat that is 21 years old and in addition to the plethora of other issues going on with this cat it now has diabetes and so she has to shoot it up twice a day you know what that is time for a new cat new cat twice a day why do you get a cat so you don't have to do anything that's why you get a cat because it poops in a box three thousand dollars for diabetic cat medicine for this cat. you know what that is that is three thousand new cats because cats are free And I have another friend of mine who has a dog, and the dog has to get a new hip, but it didn't work. And so the dog is still scooting around on a cart like Captain Pike. And let me tell you something. It is a dog. It is not ever going to be Stephen Hawking. Not ever. 
It's not gonna write the great American novel from the cart. It's not gonna cure cancer from the cart. If it can't run, new dog, new dog! And people get mad at me in LA and they come up to me after shows and they're like, you don't like animals. And I said, no, I don't like you. Uh, Cause you're a jackass about your pet. You gotta let go, weirdo. And cause what do you get with a cat or a dog? 15, 20 years, that's what you get. I didn't make that rule. If you would like more than that, turtle, 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 turtle. Tiny turtle, hat, tutu, carried around your creepy Paris Hilton purse. You lift its head up. Adorable. Giant tortoise that could walk slowly around your backyard for 300 years and become a burden on your descendants. Turtle. Where I go to eat breakfast in LA, right next to my breakfast place, there is an animal eye care clinic. Kid you not, animal eye care clinic. I don't have insurance, but let's get bitten some contacts. Better now or now? Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hey, everybody. It's the first annual United Car Show and Concert for free, Saturday, April 21st at the National Orange Show in San Bernardino. Hundreds of show cars, lowrider bikes, Hardys, and my brother and I, Twin Talk, with Jose and Angel, will be there broadcasting live with... Special appearances from with Jimmy Espinosa from The Midnighters. Red Rose Mafia Dolls, you know, the Cholas with the Cause. And brought to you by Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, a new music artist, Miss Priscilla Marie. Free experience Twin Talk with Jose and Angel live at the first annual United Car Show and Concert, Saturday, April 21st. Remember, it's a family event, so bring all your peeps, your abuelita, your kids, your wife, your mistresses, all that. To the first annual United Car Show and Concert, Saturday, April 21st at National Orange Show, 689 South E Street in San Bernardino. Free. For more info, call 909-212-2112 or go to our Facebook page and check it out right there. Firme home Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel live from Theo Luis's Garage on www.twintalkcast.com. What, brother? Who are you? I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. Uh, why? Did you need to know that? <laughs> no, I, I, our <laughs> listeners need to know. I'm letting them know. I our do what I They want to hear me say, and I'm Angel. I think what they want to hear In is fact, whose voice <laughs> corresponds to whose name. So my name is Jose, and, and the I'm voice with energy and, and verve is Jose. And I'm Angel. And the laid back... Devil May Care is my brother. And I'm Angel. And Jackie's over there, like, just posting <laughs> stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In the house. Uh, why are you cleaning your throat? You had all this time during the music to clear your throat. 
<laughs> dude, that promo, dude. <laughs> Not easy. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And now we have another guest. Yes, we do. We have the, uh, the cool hip-hop artist, Link. That's L-Y-N-C. Yes, yes, yes. What's up, Holmes? How you guys doing, man? Thank you guys for having me out at Twin Talk and in Theo Luis's Garage. I'm really excited to be here with you guys. Right Link on. is in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah Thanks yeah. for hanging out, brother. You know what? They came here kind of early, and we, they just sat over there in the garage hanging out. Uh, really appreciate your being here, dude. No, no problem, man. It was so awesome watching the comedian Jackie. That was hilarious, man. <laughs> super funny, super good stuff. Uh, so tell tell us about you. You know, uh, how did you get started in all this kind of stuff, man? What, what inspired um, you, moms? Well, I got uh, started in this probably back when I was about uh, seventeen years old. I was getting ready to go to college or whatever. And that's Last two years ago, <laughs> a couple years ago. <laughs> well, I'm twenty two now. I'm twenty two now, so it's was, it was a second ago or whatever. But um, I was getting ready to uh, start my freshman year at Cal State San Bernardino. I was making beats a little bit and stuff like that. And um, as I was finishing my first year of school, I kind of noticed that uh, maybe going more so uh, this kind of route with my education wasn't really for me. So I started noticing having more of a passion, just like, you know, want to do music. So I got a full time job and was like, you know, I'm going to just uh, divert all my other free time into my musical craft and ability in doing that. And so that's what really started it and got me to this point right now. Right on. Right on. Uh uh, tell us about the song that you're going to play. Uh, we're going to play. I, I, I got to listen a snippet of it. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's pretty deep. I like it. Dude, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, the song is actually called Dream Forever. It is the title track to my album that I'm dropping next month in April on April 20th. So you guys make sure you look out for that. But um, it's called Dream Forever. And basically uh, what I uh what I think about the song or what, uh, how the song was made up, man, was I'm really big on dreaming. And at this point in my life, um. I'm pretty young, I think, and uh, I really have a lot of dreams that I want to accomplish and that I kind of feel like I'm on the road to accomplishing, man. And so that's what uh, birthed the energy for the song or whatever. And so I produced the beat myself and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty cool, pretty awesome. I hope you guys like it as well. That's one of the tracks I decided to drop for you guys today. Okay, so what's the name of it? Dream Forever. Here it is, folks. Don't drop it yet. Alright, let's go. We can find forever, 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 I believe, I believe together we would achieve whatever, whatever. Do what we want and live our dreams forever. Yeah, yeah. We can find forever, forever, forever. I believe, I believe together we would achieve whatever, whatever. Do what we want and live our dreams forever. Problem is they always wanted to preach to them. Instead of teach to him, energize, speak to him. Stories told, but never part of that cookie cutter mode. Because he had too much soul to fit inside of a gimmick they follow on television. But really not understanding this placing them in a prison. Yeah, it's criticized for being a little different. They tried to categorize me, but fuck it, I never listen in. My position looking go as fuck. Like when niggas fine with an X on the map, usually showing up. I heard them say the hardest faith to have is in your dreams. So I pray to the Skies and I believe in me. Yeah, separate senses guarantee. Not everybody will see validity when you speak. So take it for what it's worth. No second guessing your dreams. You will probably be amazed to see what you could achieve if you find forever, forever, forever. I believe, I believe together we would achieve whatever, whatever. Do what we want and live our dreams forever. Yeah, yeah. We can find forever, forever. 
I believe if we dream together, we would achieve whatever. Do what we want and live like once forever. Yesterday, I was thinking about getting blown. We're rebel in the whip on the way to the fucking grow. Down the streets from where the angels play. For Wu-Tang tripping off legacies that all the greats obtained and made a change. I wonder if they was ever in my position. Or if I spit a verse, if these niggas would even listen. The game is like a mouth, I'm the dentist who's all up in it. Trying to navigate around in a search for the missing feeling. Tell me, what is a dream deferred? Mr. Hughes, you struck gold when you wrote these words. Really, I'm trying to do the same and be an inspiration. Show them that haters, really fans are just intimidated. They get eliminated. Don't even count them, just focus on what's ahead. Eventually, they love what they say they hated you said. Yeah. No time to overanalyze this. I want it only life. Dream big, good vibes. We can find forever. Yeah, forever. I believe if we dream together, we would achieve whatever. Do what we want and live our dreams forever. Yeah, we can find forever. I believe if we dream together, we would achieve whatever. Do what we want and live our dreams forever. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I'm all fade out on that. Fade out on that. <laughs> that was Link. That awesome was track. Awesome, awesome track, man. You produced the beats on that, brother. Hey, uh, we gotta get his mic hey, up. Hey, let's get his mic on there. Hey, Lenny, you're slacking, Holmes. <laughs> you produced them beats. Huh? I definitely do. Yeah, definitely. I produced the whole album that's coming out next month. So. Right on. Yeah. Right on. And what's the name of the album? The name of the album is actually called Dream Forever. Okay. Yeah. So the tra- this was the title track. Yeah. Is it gonna be kind of like you know a, a theme or you um, know, where are you drawing it from, man? Man, this is just basically uh, this is, I don't know, man. It's been a lot of uh, I've been been spent about a year and a half or so, I guess I'm saying, just working on the production for this actual project. So um, and working on the production and trying to take time for that. Um, I just kind of tried to gather like all like the energy and all the emotions that I was feeling at the time and uh, the past year and. This is what I came out with, and the, the vibe that I got for it was really uh, just being big on dreams and not limiting your dreams to anything and just dreaming as big as possible. Well, people are digging it. Jessica Hart just chimes in on Facebook. She goes, hi, uncle. She happens to be our niece. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She says, I'm listening. She's miss you. She says, hi, Spoon and Link. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Jesse? <laughs> hey, that song, uh, uh, Good Vibes. You just released a video. Yeah, I just on released that a one. video to that too in January for that. And who and who did you work with on that? As far as the video production. Oh man, the video production was shot by an amazing guy who I met by the name of Aldo. Um, and he definitely uh, reached out to me and uh, was like, "Man, I really like your music. I could, uh, you could really use a video." And so I never had a video before, and he. Uh, Worked really close with me on that, man, and through that we kind of cultivated a relationship. So I should have some other videos and stuff coming out as well, working with him and also working with my other guy who is actually right here snapping flictures right now, man. My guy Matt, um, who uh, does this whole Mind to Have Media thing, and that's a, a business venture that I work really close with. Right so let people know where they can find your stuff and also what's going on. What are you doing next? Definitely, uh, man. You guys can find all my stuff on ReverbNation.com slash L-Y-N-C. And um, I got a show coming up actually very soon with a good buddy of mine who runs an event called the Fresh Thought Collective, which is going to be at the Machine Gallery in Pomona. Who is My that? My boy Tony back there, Spoon. What? 
Turn on that mic over there. <laughs> is it on? Yeah, it's on. Am I on? Am I on? What up? What up? What up? Yeah, yeah. What, tell us what the uh, what this event's about this weekend, uh, Tony. What's the um, date and where what, it's at? First of all, what is the Fresh Thought Collective? The Fresh Thought Collective is really just um a, like a central hub, I guess, of a larger network of artists slash creators. Um, you know, where they be photographers, vid- um, videographers, visual artists, um, that all do or create cool shit coming together to make even bigger, cooler shit happen. Right on. So what, and what French. are you guys doing this weekend? We got an event coming up called uh, March Radness. Yeah, yeah. It's um this Friday actually, March thirtieth at Machine Pomona. It's an art gallery out in the art colony. Just and, um and we're gonna be there. Oh uh, yeah, Twin Tons gonna be there with the uh, what is it? Uh, we're gonna key be, shop photo booth and um, recording a podcast. <laughs> Got tons of artists. And Nick, you're going to be pr- performing, right? Definitely going to be there throwing down a set. Um, I'm going to put together all new music, so hopefully I get the crowd rocking and stuff like that. Two man to be pretty dope. We had somebody warning on the, though, warning though, it's a hoodie hoodie safe zone. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you guys right now. There we go. Yeah. There we go. We had somebody named Donna Talton McKnight chiming in on Facebook saying, "My mom. <laughs> That's my son. I'm so proud of him. Hi, mom. <laughs> go, Hi, Miss McKnight." Well, anyway, we're going to say goodnight to you, and we're going to play a little middle music as we we, uh, as we say goodnight. Uh, another track, what's it called? Uh, it's called Draped Up. It's also going to be off the Project Dream Forever, dropping on April 20th. We'll get a little snippet of it, and come back, because we'll have Angel's Chill Lounge. All right. Fuck a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hello gorgeous, hello gorgeous, hello gorgeous, hello gorgeous. Chicken scream, Melrose addict, I'm mixing fools like 
like a pussy drink. I'm throwing everything at him like the kitchen sink. I'm rock starring and floating him with a little pink. These little bastards and actors playing my mini me. Groovy baby, let's keep it going like flowing trees. And that's another track by Link. Remember, you could check him out this weekend uh, at the Fresh Thought Collective March Radness. We're going to be there. You know, listen to our Facebook, our, I mean, our show tomorrow on the podcast to get the details. Also, go to our Facebook page, and you'll see an event set up. The Twins are going to be there. There's going to be a whole range of hip-hop culture going on there, artists. The twin, uh, Turn on my mic. The Twin Talk with You're the up. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth is going to be there, and I repeated myself. <laughs> and uh, come on down. Be part of the show. Uh, we're going to record some interviews and uh uh, all that kind of stuff. And now it's time for Angel's Chill Lounge. Kick, Kick back. back. And listen. in it what the heck take that pat on the back that thank you or praise since you've earned it and relish in it it's a gift but it's a fleeting moment as well so don't waste it be present to it engage in it prolong it and look for the first opportunity to forward it meanwhile relish in it as well give yourself that pleasure joy or delight giving them space to be and momentum to reach so relish in it chill one love <laughs> and that was me. That was what's up with you, dude? I just needed hot dog with that one. <laughs> and that was Twin Talk Angels uh, Chill Lounge. The chill Boy, lounge we are so, we're all scattered today. Another edition of Angels Chill Lounge, and uh, thus ended another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. But make sure that you're at Machine at Pomona Arts Colony this Friday, uh, March 30th. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel is going to record a podcast there. The Fresh Talk Collective is throwing a party where Link, the hip-hop artist, is performing. And remember to always catch the podcast later on www.twintalkcast.com. <laughs> and also on iTunes. That was your cue, bro. Because we are iTwins. So just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And, uh, you know, friend us and all that shit. <laughs> Did man. you get a contact or something? 
Anyways, I'm relishing night. in it, eh? Jackie's <laughs> in the house. Good night, Jackie. Good night, guys. Hey, great news, Jackie. Good, Good night. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Good night, everyone. Hey, let's let's let uh, Jeff Johnson, the real Jeff Johnson, say goodnight to our listeners. The voice, the man. Say goodnight. Good night, everyone. <laughs> From Twin Talk. <laughs> the very first voice you ever heard of Twin Talk, the real Jeff Johnson. Good night, everyone. Check us out next week. Shoo!